Listen up or run for cover. Dropping knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it. The, the real Bradley Bombs is dropping. What it is, Bradley, back again with another episode of Dropping Bombs today in the studio, folks. I got a real treat for you. His name's Jesse Krieger, and he is the founder of Lifestyle Entrepreneurs Press, which is the publisher for The Passionate. Is that a magazine or something? No, that's the, that's the kind of authors that we work with. Oh, you're an au- oh, you're a publisher for The Passionate. Yes, sir. The people, the, the people. passionate few. So if you're passionate, folks, this dude's your publisher. You actually help people. I see all the books that you brought as examples, but man, you should leave those behind. I love books. Ultimately, you publish, you're a publisher. Yeah. Digital or, or print only? Um, all versions. Uh, audiobook, digital, print, hardcover. And you're right here in Vegas. Right here. Probably only publisher I know in Las Vegas. Yeah. You don't meet a lot of publishers, actual publishers. That's why when they said, you want old Jesse on the show? I said, yeah, let's get Jesse on the show so we can freaking have a discussion about publishing books. Now, again, as you know, I have a book coming out. Folks, you better go to bradley.com and pre-order your book immediately if you've not already done it. Now, I don't want to hear no shit that you've been waiting, however long you've been waiting, because it's a pre-order. However... Anybody with a pre-order will get a limited edition signed copy with a special trackable marking of some kind. I haven't thought it up yet because I'm going to offer to buy one back for 100 Gs. So it's almost like a lottery ticket at the same time. That's why I have to figure out a way to mark them to where I know for sure that that was an original pre-order copy. Because once it's out and you can order it, then that's you don't you're not going in that drawing. Now, as a publisher, have you ever heard anything like that? No, it's like the modern day Willy Wonka, right? Now you're talking. Ticket. Huh? Huh? You want to steal that? Start offering that? Tell your authors to do that? Check it out. 100%. They're going to sell more books. I get, I get a rush of, of pre-orders every time I say that because people are thinking, damn, dude, I'm going to make millions reading the book and applying what's in it, the lessons learned. And worst case scenario, I might even get 100 Gs out the deal. That's best case scenario, right? Well, <laughs> no, no, true, no. Because they get to shorten that learning curve. Yeah, you read that book, dude. You, you, if you, if you apply what's in the book, bro, you're going to apply what's in the book. You're gonna, you're gonna, it's going to be worth way more than 100000 So the best case scenario is you get the book, you read it, and you apply the shit like you understand it. And I'm the kind of guy that likes to keep things simple. Try not to make things confusing because it's not rocket science. Success. Yeah. Most people don't even know what success looks like. Are you aware of that? Yeah. I mean, it's one of the crazy things about books that for 20 bucks or $25, whatever it is, you could get 10 plus years of experience, help you make $100,000 or more. Where if, if what you say is true, if the worst case scenario is you might win $100,000, the best is that you absolutely crush it in life. Then for twenty dollars, like what do you have to lose? Well, it's twenty four ninety five. There you go. There you go. Perfect price. But anyway, this dude, folks, publishes books for all kinds of hot dogs, big cats, right? Formula. You got. I need my damn readers. Oh, yeah, we sovereignty. Books into the into the studio. Ayahuasca. Let's talk about ayahuasca, ayahuasca. 
from Mr. James Moorhead. Is that his name? Right, oh, we got Javier Reguero here. Javier, Javier. Hey, so you've done ayahuasca? Yeah, actually with that author in Peru in 2016. Did you puke? Oh, yeah, plenty. Is it, is it part of the deal? If you don't puke, then you just haven't let go. <laughs> so when the whole ayahuasca idea is to go out there and get in touch with your inner, what, self or spirit or... Yeah, it's for me. Purge all of your demons. It's like a vision quest, you know, to separate myself from day to day life, go halfway around the world, go up into the mountains, be fasting on this special diet, and then and then sit down and actually drink the cup. And I remember that first time that went in my mouth. I was like, "It's inside me." (laughs) And then lay down, and thirty, forty minutes later. Start having an experience, an experience of self, but there's plenty of light show and all of that. But on the other side of it, there's something liberating about that very process of separating, going inside, and being open to receive guidance. Um, from spirits. From spirit, from my own higher self. From your own higher self. That's what it boils yeah. down to, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So basically, the higher self says, hey, dipshit, stop doing this, stop doing that. Get your life in order here. Get your life in order there. When you come out the other side, you, you, you're like, you feel liberated because now you know. Now you feel answered. And, and that's that rush. That's that feeling that people get on the other side of a ceremony. In my experience, and I've seen this play out across a lot of people too, it's how do I integrate that into my life? Sure, you could. I could see, oh, here's all these things I've been doing wrong. Here's how I could do it better. If I go home and two weeks later I'm doing the same old shit, that's not a real transformation. And in that sense, that's what really makes it real instead of like this one time I played superhero in the mountains, right? And so to integrate that, it's shaped the way that I work with authors. It's reinforced the things that really matter to me and let so many other things go in the process. So let's talk, let's talk a little bit about a book because there's going to be a lot of people out there with a book in their head. They're just afraid to write it, don't know where to start. Let's talk about, you know, the authors that are out there existing already. Yeah. Why would the authors that exist, how do you teach them to become entrepreneurs? Aren't they already kind of? You would hope so. I mean, if we're talking about nonfiction and certainly the kind of authors we work with, they're primarily business owners or thought leaders, influential people that have a message, that have at least some audience. They've crossed the starting line. This isn't their first go at like, I think I want to talk about this topic in this way. So instead, we help to like refine what it is you really want to say and how do you position oneself as an author for the next stage of your business growth. Because, you know, if you look across these like sovereignty, giving a shout out, Ryan Mickler, he's got the order of man. He's got a top podcast. He's got a active, engaged Facebook community, and now he's introducing a book. It's something new that he can offer his audience, but for new people, that's the first point of discovery. And so they really get to know his vulnerable like past and his stories, things you wouldn't just talk about with somebody randomly over a coffee. You can put in a book, and it impacts people in that way. And when it does, they want to know more. What can I do next? How can I... If you read a book and you think, wow, I'd love to connect with that guy. And then right there's a page that says, join our Facebook community. And moments later, you're actually connecting with them. That's the effect of 
of a book, and that's the positioning of a book, the power of a book, in my opinion. How did you get into it? Uh, I wrote I wrote a book back in the day, Lifestyle Entrepreneur, Live Your Dreams, Ignite Your Passions, Run Your Business from Anywhere in the World. It came out originally in 2012. Back then, it was a more uh, cool concept to have an online business that let you travel the world. Now it's become a little more mainstream. If I've played any role in that, I'm super happy, but I don't need the credit. But, you know, especially like with where the world's at right now, that's the trend. And I saw that for a while of working online remotely with teams and customers spread out around the world and doing something that I'm passionate about, that gets me excited. If I can bring that energy, then it opens up the rest of the possibilities. So I went through the process. I didn't self-publish my book at a publisher in Southeast Asia. Came out in 2012. I went did a whole book tour Shaking hands, signing books, kissing babies, hit. Who number- set that up? The publisher? Yeah, the publisher did over there. So really my first experience as an author working with a publisher was very positive, um, although way over there, like Malaysia, Singapore, Southeast Asia. I leveraged that success to get my U.S. publisher, rewrote the book. It came out here. I thought they were just going to go to town and like promote it, put me on billboards and stuff. Crickets crickets and that's when i was like i need to understand book marketing and i sort of saw that that crossroads of like i could claim victory and move on it did well over there cool let's do the next thing or really hunker down and be like what does it actually take to sell and market books and position a career as an author and six years later i've sort of chipped away at that every day every week um it's resulted in 100 plus books now that very privileged to be the publisher for and bringing sort of a creative approach to book marketing that I hadn't really seen anywhere else. So I started developing it myself and learning from others that were doing it successfully too. So you just saw an opportunity and dug in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Folks, Sound familiar? Yeah. You paying attention kids. That's pretty simple, isn't it? That's what I'm saying. Like take action, freaking come up with an idea, see a, see an opportunity and do something. And next thing you know, you're like, people are ask, asking you to come on podcasts, talk about what you did. Well, now what's Publishizer? Publishizer. Yeah, Publishizer.com. I'm really excited about it. It's a the premier crowdfunding platform for authors. And we've got a platform. You could think of it like Kickstarter for books. That's good, though, because there's a lot of people listening to this, thinking about a book, like, dude, go get it crowdfunded. Right. If, and if- we got a whole team, work with people. There's no upfront cost. And it's really a way to get people going. What you know, you just you just log the concept. Yeah, we get the concept. They create a two three minute video, and then we create some bundles so that you could spend more than twenty bucks to pre order the book. Get them up to a two hundred and fifty dollar bundle. Maybe it includes a phone call, five hundred dollars, and maybe you get a training course. And maybe that course doesn't even exist yet. But the campaign is like bringing it to market, and if it's validated and people buy in with dollars, not just that sounds cool then that's the those are your initial customers those are initial readers and then working through the rest of the publishing process we connect them with publishers we sign authors sometimes that run campaigns on the platform but it's a great business to be in because we can only publish so many books a year um what is that what is that brand domination what is it what's that whatever that is i thought they were pulling up one of your websites what is it? Someone's out there dicking around. 
Maybe they need a publisher. <laughs> Keep them on track. Dude, so so somebody that wants to write a book or or, or wants to relaunch their book because it didn't do well the first time, what would they do? To do a relaunch? Yeah, like what if I wrote a book and I didn't get a publisher and I went out there and I told everybody and, you know, it only sold a thousand copies and said, ah, now they don't sell very well because I don't market it. Yeah, it's, it's a tough situation because... And I've seen it a lot of times where people think writing the book and just putting it out there is going to move the needle, but it, it does require a campaign of sorts. So if it's a relaunch, then we got to spice it up. Is it an updated, expanded edition, or is it you know the new and improved version? Something that gives it a new sense of urgency. you can't, you can't just relaunch an old book. Yeah, you can't just say yeah. Exactly. Well, well, you everyone could. didn't hear you about could. it. Then, then you'd want to put a marketing funnel in place, something that gets maybe the sample chapters of the book in their hands, walks them through with an email sequence, solving a problem, achieving an outcome, and then, yeah, saying to buy the book if they like what they see. So it needs some new approach on the marketing side because if if that's the case, then whatever whatever that person was doing before wasn't working. Yeah. So you got to switch it up. So Publishizer is basically crowdfunding. Yeah. To where if I'm like right now, obviously I have my book. So would I go there and say, here's the idea, here's the concept. And then everyone bought pre-buys books and packages. Oh, yeah. And then I take that money and what fund my book or can I put it in my pocket? Well, if we, you know, if you had a campaign up for that book, you could say maybe for a thousand bucks or 2,500 bucks. Yeah, so yeah. What if like $4 million was generated in a crowdfunding? Then you're rich. <laughs> but that's just my money. I don't have to do anything with the book other than deliver on what I said I would. If you if you go the self publishing route, yeah, then we take a, a platform fee. We take thirty percent, and that's what underwrites a team of people working for sometimes two months with the with each author on their campaign. You could take that money and self publish. Of course, you'd have to fulfill on. You'd want to fulfill on the people that you know. I'd rather just get a publisher and say you handle it. I always say when the author is ready, the publisher appears, and then I just smile real big because I'm standing right in front of him when I said it. Who's the who's the biggest name you ever published? I like uh, Dr. Dan Engel here. He was featured in Tim Ferriss's Tools of Titans. Um, he's really doing some cutting edge research on brain optimization and working with psychedelics and other um, legal and still in uh, type type of trials cures for people that have damaged their brain. He's got a big platform. He's sold a lot of books and honestly, he's helped so many people that have had head trauma works with the NFL, uh, works with Aubrey and on it. In fact, on it was involved in, uh, in that, in the publishing of his book. So I'd say that that one's up there. That's a big one. Yeah. So folks, if you guys want to check him out, you just go look him up. But if you're on Instagram, you go to lifestyle entrepreneurs press, and then you go to publishizer.com. Now let's get down to biz. I want to know about like, you know, how, how, how old are you? I'm 38. And you started when you were what? First business at 21. And how many businesses failed before you got to the top? More than I can count. What was your first business? I, I was in a rock band and I started a record label at 21 so that we could have our own career instead of like sign a deal and be someone else's punk. <laughs> you know. So so you, you've always been entrepreneurial then? I sure have. What, what do you think causes that in people? 
Well, for one, my dad's very entrepreneurial, so I, th- I think it's a blessing to grow up around somebody that runs a business and just get a sense for it. If, if somebody's like starting down a traditional path that makes a hard left, you still have to learn the same lessons, uh, but it might take longer, cost more, you might give up. So in that sense, I feel fortunate to have grown up in a kind of entrepreneurial family. Other than that, just going for it. I mean, if I get excited about an idea, if I f- see a potential for it, and I'm in, then I, I just take action. And I trust that I'll learn along the way, whether it's a positive learning experience or a painful one, it's all knowledge. Yeah, and, and, you, and you always do. <laughs> That's right, and you always do learn, don't you? Yeah, and, and once you make enough mistakes, you can help people not do it the hard way. Exactly. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't lying on that. So after you know a couple of failed businesses, well, you already told me kind of how you got into publishing. What what made you stick with that? Was that the first successful one? It wasn't. It wasn't the first, but now it's certainly been the longest. I've been over six years in publishing. I used to do things like one to two years, and then even if it did well, I'd lose interest and shift to something else. I was just following that passion more than trying to build a business for the long term. That's not the approach I've taken with publishing. I'll be doing this for the rest of my life. And it's really a long-term game. I mean, why? Yeah, the why. It's just there's something so valuable uh, to me personally about building a body of knowledge that's like real-world experience. It actually helps people move the needle in their life, and that's absent in so much of education. It's absent in so much of just crap information that's out there. So it is a personal passion of mine to publish real, useful, applicable information that's also entertaining, that's also a good read, but at at the heart of it, you actually learn something that'll help you move the needle, start a business, fix your brain, achieve spiritual awareness, and so on. Is there any such possibility where someone, you know, use me as an example, comes out with his own book, and then it hits New York Times status by simply people reading it and telling everyone about it because i don't see it being highly likely it is certainly possible provided that you have a publisher and distribution the new york times specifically won't put to the best of my knowledge i've never seen it self-published books in their list so with new york times, even if it's a bestseller yeah you need to hit about twelve thousand unit sales a week to be a contender at new york times but it's also subjective it's an editorial. It's not just numbers like on Amazon. So, so that's the piece that's important. People have wasted a lot of money trying to hit New York Times to find out that they don't have to put your book on the list, even if you sell 40,000 copies. Like uh, there was a whole thing at Semi Public with Russell Brunson tried to hit the list, sold tens of thousands of copies, and they didn't put it on. He sued him. But I don't think he won because they don't have to put any book on the list. It's their newspaper. So yeah, it's that's the New the York Times bestseller. That's right. But with Wall Street Journal, with USA Today, you need lower, it's lower numbers to hit that threshold. And absolutely, like, you know, if you, you got a podcast, you have an audience, just as long as people are continually being touched and finding out about it, at some point, it's going to be right for a section of that audience to go buy the book right then. Like, like you said, every time you say it, go pre-order the book, people do it. And instead, if it just go pick up the book, it's available wherever books are sold. Or you got some bonuses if they buy five or ten copies. That is the way to put up. Who the would numbers. buy five copies of a book if they just want it for themselves? 
Well, what if they buy five copies and then they get your top 10 podcast episodes with a personal introduction that's never been released? So then the books are Then cool. they just give them away, though? Yeah, yeah. And then you tell them, yeah, give them to your friends. Drop some bombs on your friends. <laughs> there you go. So you also help people like coming up with creative, the creative behind it, the campaigns, if yeah, you will. That's my why. That's what I get the juice out of. Making, spreading knowledge. And it's like connecting, figuring out what is that right marketing strategy? What is the best fit? And if we can really find out what that is and hit it, that's where success is born, at least in my experience with books. I just don't think it's likely that somebody writes a book, you know, get, gets it out there however they get it out there to begin with, and then it's so good that everybody buys the book, and now it's one of those, you know, million little pieces. What was that one guy that Oprah talked about, and bam, he sold like a billion Oh, Eckhart Tolle with The Power <clears throat> and Now? Maybe, but like that's not normal, is it? No, no. And Oprah is the biggest platform. Maybe Joe Rogan's giving her a run for her money now, but you know, you only need one mention if it's going to reach 15 million people to sell a crap ton of books. How many? Definitely, in, hopefully, in the tens of thousands. You know, with an Oprah mention, but, we haven't but, gone but, but, but if you're only making 15 bucks a book, let's say. But what if that book isn't the whole story, right? If Five percent of the people that get that book want to sign up for a coaching that's a thousand a month. Now you're so, getting into big money. Yeah. So you. So again, I mean, a guy like me, I just have a book. I don't have a coaching. I don't have anything to sell behind it. Do you what help about people? Speed. Do you? Have, well, then the book's the wrong book. Yeah. See, I'm not. I'm not writing the book strategically like most people. Most people are writing a book which will introduce themselves and then their beliefs, so they can sell them this, 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 and this. I'm writing a book to tell people coming up you better pay attention to these things because you're going to learn the lesson anyway you might as well not learn it the hard way so it's lessons i've learned the hard way so they don't have to now if i were being strategic i would have wrote a book about light speed and basically told you how valuable training your people is right digitally etc cetera, etc cetera. and then the whole book would be basically telling them that they need light speed and then the book would be strategically launched to sell light speed. Yeah, but, that would but, be a different direction. Yeah, but, but I didn't do from, that. No, you didn't. So 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 the book's not going to sell anybody anything. And now but now you got me thinking, what can it sell? Like what should I do? But here's the thing, Brad, if you just put like one or two feature pages in the book, you don't have to change anything about the book. That's going to stand on its own. But I have one or two pages that is the front end of some other offer. And if it doesn't exist, maybe it's a training course or a video course that you create or you co-create it with people and you run an eight-week group coaching and got a cutoff date of when you can get in there. But then you literally just co-create something with the readers that then exists on its own. And there's there's a higher ticket offer that would fit within the book. Nothing else changed. But you you, you help people figure out what that transition is, that ascension model. Yeah, that's really, yeah, when we're in, I love focusing on the strategy and where does this book help build your business for the long term? Mm. I might have to have you read my first chapter. Can you read a book and determine if it's good or not or if people will like it? Yes you, you and must no. Have read yes a lot and no. Books, yes no? and no. It's like I can and yet I'm not the market. It's like I, I try and let that speak for itself. We can have our ideas, we can come up with good angles and hooks but then let's put it out and see what really lands i don't want to i don't i try not to put myself in the arbiter position of this is good this will sell 
and that's crap. You should not write that book. They did that to J.K. Rowling, didn't they? Rowling or and Rowling? And she sure showed them, didn't she? Yeah. <laughs> didn't you hear that story? Yes. Yeah, I, I was in the trash can for a long time. And she was like, what, like waiting tables and like just on welfare. And then, boom, once she really believed in herself and got behind it and said, I'm going to make it happen regardless. Harry Potter, folks. Now they're all clamoring for her. J.K. Rowling's a billionaire, I think, from that book. Yeah. From that first book. And from the licensing and all those movies and toys and all that. Yeah, but no one's going to be licensing the hard way. That, that couldn't possibly happen with a nonfiction, unless someone wrote a movie about it. I'd say you've got a life worthy of a screenplay. Well, well not yet, brother. Not yet. <laughs> Hopefully I will. But I'm going to, but I'm going to uh, offline talk to you more because maybe I can freaking use your services. I'd love that. I'd love to support you. Well, what I want to do is just make sure like it has a chance to, to, to get out there. If, if everyone reads the book and they're like, oh, dude, this is freaking stupid. Well, then freaking, you know, don't tell anybody. But I want to make it to where it's real easy to get the book. It's real easy to tell people about the book. And then just what if I launched it and all of a sudden, you know, million copies sold. You, you want to hear something crazy? In my own book, in the introduction, I put my personal email. I said, if you learned something in this book or if you want to connect, shoot me an email. Now, I had offer pages in the book, but more people just wrote me and said, here's what I learned, this and that. Can I hire you? Like, hire me what? Hire, hire me to help start, launch their online business. Once I started saying yes, that became a 10K offer. But it was literally just from putting my own email in and inviting people to reach out if they learned something. So we could for sure find some ways to embed sharing it with other people and incentivizing people to tell their friends to go buy a copy. And if they do, get in touch with you know, you or your team, and you get some other bonus. And you know how to set up a book a book tour. Yeah, th- these days it might be a virtual book tour. <laughs> yeah, what's going on with COVID nowadays with the book business? The r- retailers that had physical stores got pretty decimated, no doubt. And yet, book sales have grown two percent last quarter. So, book sales overall have continued. Certain topics have surged in demand. Others have plummeted, like travel. Um, but like school age books through the roof. So people will always buy books. The industry actually doesn't grow that much. It just changes which books are on the lists and, and which publishers have got market share. But there's been a lot of innovation. Like Amazon dropped the ball a little with their whole essential services, putting that as priority. And these booksellers like Bookshop, shout out to Bookshop, consortium of independent booksellers, they grew 2000% last quarter. Wow, And so there is innovation happening and audiobook sales are up 30, 40% um, year to date. So are those preferred or, or is hard books still preferred? It's, it's an open season. Like some people love audiobooks. I personally don't. I love the print book. I like to hold it and read it. And some people love their Kindle and they just want to have everything on one device. So from my view as a publisher, let's make it available in all formats, in all channels and let people get it however they want it. Mm. interesting stuff man i might have to freaking hire old publishizer no not publishizer that's the that's the i don't need that now skip the line i'll hook you up personally yeah but i don't need that right no you don't need. i that. don't need to fund my book i got funding yeah. I, what i need to do is know what to do and that's what the publisher really steps in and helps because you already know everything you can put that up there if you want yeah just uh, before noon so people are gonna Nobody knew that until you just said it. Oops, cat's out of the bag. <laughs> but but hey, it's only a beer, bro. 
we're in Vegas when it's 110 degrees out. You True know, that. the cold beer is always nice. That's nice you got them on tap. Appreciate that. Isn't that right? Yeah, you guys do it right here, dropping bombs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got. I've had people come in here and say it's a nicer green room than NBC. Heck yeah, you got the fountain view. They were telling me you're going to put the jet ski uh, ramp down into the lake outside of the office. Why not? <laughs> That's the way to do it. So, dude, how much uh, money can somebody think about making if they were to hit this good? Like, if someone's listening to this, what's required? Like, in other words, if someone has an idea of writing a book, because there's a lot of people that, you know, have thought about it. Yeah. They've got things in their head they want to get out, but, you know, they don't know how to do it. I could break that down right now. Break it down. Yeah, so for everybody out there thinking about writing a book, if you've got a business, this is especially for you, or if you're a coach or you work with clients and you have a process, then I advise you to start thinking through it in that way. Meaning, if you think of your book in three sections, let's say there's 10 chapters, the first three tackle head-on the mindset, the limiting beliefs, the obstacles that your client, your reader has in their life at the point they're finding this book. So level setting with them. Right, So if, if it's about helping them start a business, what are the top three things that prevent people from starting a business? Go into those in the first section of the book so everyone gets on the same page. Then in the meat of it, the main section, think about your process that you actually take clients through and try and break it down into chunks, which would become the chapters. What are the discrete steps? If it's the business, then maybe it's the name and what's your customer avatar, and then it's what's your offer and your fulfillment, and then it's your pricing and positioning strategy, just spitballing here, but what's the actual process you take people through, distill that down to four, five, six chapter sections. And then for the final part of the book, it's the off-ramp. All right, now you've level set, you've taught them something new, you've illustrated how they can make meaning of this in their life, what do they do next? So this is where you specifically give them either a blueprint or a step-by-step guide and that sort of start and then summarize everything that you've learned and and then that's that's high level how to think about the book top down if you get that far then within each chapter think of what are the three main points you want to make those are your subheaders those become the subsections within the chapter that's about as far down as you need to drill like from a top down structuring perspective then you just sit your butt down and be like all right I'm going to write this section today I'm going to dive into that section this day. And the only other thing I didn't mention there is picking out the stories, either from your life experience and from your clients and the people you've actually helped. So you can highlight them in the book, gives them a vested interest in the book success, gets you a promotional partner, but it also makes great content. And then those stories set up the points that you're making in each chapter. So if pick up any popular nonfiction book, Malcolm Gladwell kills it at this. Every single chapter is starting with a story. Hands down, I guarantee it. So the story is what makes it a good reading experience, sets the context, and then you deliver the teaching point or the topical point for that chapter. And that'll get you at least half the way there. Yeah, mine's not going to be very good because I didn't do all that. But yours, yours, I have no doubt you'll wind up with an amazing book. Yeah, but mine just starts talking, right? It's like, you know, here's... I didn't do what you said, but what you said makes sense because you know how there's a formula for every good movie? Yeah. There's probably a formula for every good book, and I'm not following it, which means which is probably going to be why my book is not a freaking billion-dollar earner. But you have it like – Now I got to go, go rewrite my book. 
always room for improvement dude I've, I've probably rewritten the first four chapters a hundred times holy cow because i reread it like i stop writing and i'm like okay that's good and then like a week will go by i'll go back to write it and i'll say okay let me just reread what i wrote and then i literally end up rewriting the four chapters and then i'm done writing again and then i'll come back and then i rewrite the four chapters and then i come back and eventually i'm like dude i gotta get this book out so finally i just started saying i'll i'll read it when i'm done and i got through like 16 chapters that's a much better approach how many chapters should a book be it depends how long the chapters are. I would say a good target is 45, 50,000 words, which is about 170 to 200 some pages in a paperback standard size. That's a long ass book, though. It's a lot of writing, isn't it? Sure is. <laughs> but, but you make a great point, Brad. I, would, I always encourage people to separate writing and editing. Like Hemingway said it best, write drunk, edit sober. Like when you got something to say, get it out. And like plow through. So That's you, what I should do. I should drink. You and got write it on it. tap. You got it on tap right here. Yeah, but I mean, I should, because I got a lot to say. I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to say it the best way so people can understand it and resonate easily. Like the first sentence in the first chapter is, "Death is the best teacher." Mm. The problem is, we can't afford the lessons, right? Unless you're lucky, like I am. Mm. because I'm lucky always have been anyway so like that's how it kind of opens and then ultimately I'm just teaching them the lessons I learned the hard way like don't don't have patience everybody that tells you to have patience is just crazy so I tell a little story about how if patience you know if my dad had patience I would have died so boom I tell the story and then I'm like look you can't have patience for this reason this reason this reason so I didn't set up you know the problem with not having patience and here's the challenge you're at it in your life and it's because you don't have patience or you have patience and blah 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 blah. and now here's how you get rid of it I just said dude you don't want to have patience when it comes to chasing your dreams and getting your shit but that's your authentic voice that's that's powerful i love what you just shared right? well that's gripping when you read it but I, well i'm gonna have you read i'm gonna have you read the first chapter if you will oh i'd love to and then and then tell me if it's stupid because dude i want to make it sure that it's a book that does well it would be a fool of me i mean technically i don't care but i do care in other words yeah i don't care meaning if it flopped i don't care shit i'm just writing a book it, i'm not i'm not doing it for money i'm not doing it for anything particular I just figured, shit, dude, there's a lot of things that if people knew, they'd do well. Like, you know more and you'll do better. It's such a great come from, meaning you're not trying to write a book to make money. You're not trying to be like, I'm going to start my author career and write a book and I need it to do well or I'm going to be broke. F all that, right? If if your come from is, I want to help people not make the same mistakes I made. I want to help people do it faster and easier and better. That's it. That's a great come from. And and you can deliver on that. You probably already have in the book. If it makes that impact, that is then the book has accomplished its goal. But people will naturally be like, what else is this Brad up to? And then there's plenty to find. Yeah. And so it doesn't need to like qualify light speed clients or something like that. People can do their own research and, and piece it together. You tell them what else you're up to somewhere within the book. Hmm. So if you could have everybody on this podcast listening right now know something, like in other words, dude, if you got a story in your head, reach out to me. Like, what would you say to them? I would say if you've been thinking about writing a book and you've wanted to, you're meant to do it. 
period, full stop. You don't need my validation. You don't need anybody's permission to start that process. You ever heard War of Art? Yes. Love that. That's, Stephen Pressfield. That's, that's what I, that Stephen Pressfield, yeah. The War of Art basically just talks about resistance and how if, 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 if you really break it down as to what it is, it's, it's that procrastination. It's that shit that just you never getting around to do something that you probably feel you should or want to, but you never do. That's the, the resistance keeping you from doing it, which is literally if you use it as your guide, if you use it as your compass, anything that you really can't get done is what you should get done. And for me, it's writing. It's writing more courses for closer school. It's me writing, finishing the book. It's me basically writing a lot. But every time I get ready to go write it all out, something comes up, something happens. That's the resistance. Isn't it crazy how that happens? Dude, it's the resistance they're talking about. And and it's so real. And And yet we have such a different experience if we push through it. And then on the other side of it, you can just see it and say, oh, the resistance came again expected that yeah so so i just got to push through this shit and get her done is what you're saying (laughs) in a sense yeah but also having the strategy it's not just like push harder push harder i just i just you know i don't want to ghost right yeah you know people say i'll you know i'll write the book and you just put your name on it i'm like nope can't do that I agree with you 100%. Yeah, you have such an authentic voice. It's got to be you. Well, not only that. like I can't say, hey, look, I wrote a book. When I know in my head I did not write that book. Well, you know, it's based off my story. Someone else just did the writing. Well, then say it's co-wrote, you know, or say, here's my book, ghost written by so-and-so. Yep. Because how are you going to say you wrote the book when you didn't? It sounds like a politician. <laughs> yeah, like like, and, and by the way, no offense, I'm not you know shitting on anyone that's done that. I probably know a bunch of my friends that did that, and I'm not even aware they did that. But at the end of the day, I personally wouldn't do it. Why? Well, because if I say I wrote the book, I wrote the book, every word of it, I wrote. Yep. See what I'm saying? A hundred percent. I delivered to my first publisher a laid out, complete. I didn't even know you're only supposed to give them the manuscript. I gave them a print ready file. I learned InDesign. I learned. Photoshop to will, will the publisher do that? So when I'm done, all I got's the words. I give it to somebody yeah, after yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was only my own experience. But because I relate so much with what you're saying, I wanted it to accurately represent me. So I actually wrote it and did it. But yeah, as long as you get the story out. So once I have the story, someone will say you need a dedication page, you need this. Yes, 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 yes. And, and then, we got editing, design team, layout, formatting the whole bit. And then and then what about book cover, book design? so important i mean people will say don't judge a book by its cover but they're wrong because the world does judge our books by their cover so it's got to land it needs a a visual representation that encapsulates what the book is about and it needs to grab your attention you need to be able to see it from 15 20 feet away or when it's two inches tall on a screen and i could tell a a self-published book from a mile away just by looking at the cover nine times out of ten for those reasons, because there's elements and there's a design approach that lets you meet the market, but also stand apart as unique within it. Yeah. Well, dude, let's freaking go chit chat about my book, shall we? Drop the bombs. Yes. Folks, if you want to follow them, Lifestyle Entrepreneurs Press on Instagram, Facebook, 
and Jesse Krieger, J-E-S-S-E-K-R-I-E-G-E-R on what is that? YouTube. What do you put on YouTube? I got videos up there for authors. I got how to outline your book, how to sell more books. I interview other authors. I got content out there, but it got nothing on dropping bombs in terms of production content and, and all that good stuff. So uh, well, I need to up my YouTube game is what I'm saying. Well, dude, I, I need to up my game. So publishizer.com, folks, if you want to crowdfund your book or help authors launch theirs. And then, of course, um, if you want a freaking publisher, get a hold of yeah. get a hold of them where 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 do they get a hold of you? What if what if they want you as a publisher? Then yeah, I'm easy to find. Reach out. You could also go to lifestyleentrepreneurspress.com and there's a publishing consultation request form there. All right, buddy. Thanks for coming in. I know you're local, so we'll have you back. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Thanks so much for having me. Shit, my pleasure. My pledge. Folks, share this out. You might have an inspiring author waiting to hear it. Till next time, keep it real. This is Dropping Bombs with The Real Bradley. Subscribe at droppingbombs.com.